Greetings everybody. Today we will be speaking from seeing from within the heavenly realm. It says in John 8:38, I speak that which I have seen with my father. And then it continues, and you do that which you've seen from your father. And the answers is said to him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, if you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. Who is our father? Jesus also said, if God were your father, you would love me. For I proceed from and I come from God. Neither do I come of myself, but he sends me. Whosoever is of God, hears the words of God. 8 John 8, 47 says, He that is of God hears God's words. If therefore you hear them not, it's because you are not of God. Who tells us what to do? Is it God or man? Are we hearing the words of God? Are we doing what we see our Father doing? In John 9, verse 4, Jesus says, I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night comes when no man can work. Jesus is still with us through the Holy Spirit. But right, night is coming on the whole earth. And we need to do God's works now while we still can. And Jesus sometimes saw God, the Father do some unusual things. John 9.67 says, When he had spoken, he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle, and he anointed the eyes of the blind mind with the clay, and said to him, Go and wash in the pool of Cilium. And he went his way, therefore, and washed, and came back seeing. Sometimes we too will see the Father show us some unusual things, and we need to be obedient to what we see him doing so that the miracle will happen. In October 2007, I spoke on the radio, and as a result, a woman phoned me from Leeds in Yorkshire about an issue of blood that she had suffered for over six months, and she asked me to pray for her healing. And I prayed, but felt I had not heard God. So I said to her, if you are not healed by tomorrow, please phone me. She did phone me still not healed. And I asked the Lord what to do. And the Lord said, tell her to lift her arm and touch the hem of my garment to the heavenly spiritual realm. So I told her to do so. She was walking down the main road of Leeds at the time, talking on her mobile phone. But she obeyed, reached up her arms and touched the hem of the Lord's garments in the spiritual realm and was instantly healed. She waited a week to test her healing and then caught the train down to Oxford to testify her healing in our Monday night prayer group. In John 9.31, a blind man who was healed said, Now we know that God hears, not sinners. But if any man <coughs> be a worshipper of God and does his will, him he hears. It's as though 
It is through hearing God in worship that we can obey him and do his will on earth. But how do we hear God? The answer comes in 10, 3 to 4, when Jesus speaks about the shepherd of his sheep. To hear the porter opens and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls out his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he puts forth his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And then Jesus explains it in John 10, 14 to 16. I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and am known of mine, and my Father knows me, even so I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep, and other sheep I have which are not of this fold, them also I must bring in, and they shall hear my voice, and they shall be one fold and one shepherd. Now I'd like to just make a few observations about this. One. We come to know and hear God by spending time with Him in prayer and worship. Two, when we hear Him, He goes before us to lead us. Three, we who know the Father's voice will not waver but will follow Him in confidence, for we are able to hear God clearly step by step. Four, as we follow him ever more closely in prayer and in listening to him speak, God will show us more and more until we are able to see with the Father and speak those things we have seen with the Father. As Jesus grew in his glorious relationship with the Father, so his miracles and healings grew in size accordingly. And then in John 11, 40-44, Jesus said, uh, said, if you will believe, you should see the glory of the God. And he took away the stone from the place of the, where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. And I know that you hear me always. But because of the people which stand by, I said it. They that because they believe that you sent me. And when he had spoken, he cried out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth. The more we come to know our Father in heaven, the more we will hear him. And the more we were able to see what he is doing in heaven and on earth. And when we are able to see what he is doing, the greater will our faith become. And greater our faith, the greater the miracles and healings that will take place. On one of my visits to Kenya, we visited a woman with such bad arthritis that both knee joints had fused solid and she could not move them at all. Neither could she stand on them nor place them on the ground from her chair where she was sitting for the, and they had been fused like this for one year. And I saw in the spirit realm that Jesus was going to heal her. So I said to her, within two minutes you will be able to walk. I then prayed for her, told her to move her knees up and down, and movement began to come into her knees. I then said, in the name of Jesus, get up and walk, and she raised herself up and began to walk. As you walk further, more healing will come, I said, and she began to walk more, and within two minutes she could walk up and down steps, and cried out, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus. The next day she ran to greet me, so overjoyed with her healing. 
John 12, 25 to 26, Jesus said, He that loveth this life will lose it, but he that hates this life in this world will keep it for life eternal. If any man serve me, let him follow me, and where I am, there shall my servant also be. If any man serve me, him will my father honor. And then in John 12, 44 to 45, Jesus cried out and said, He who believes on me believes not on me, but on him that sent me. And he that sees me sees him that sent me. And these are wonderful words with deep significance. For in serving God, we sometimes have to go to dangerous places. We have to go regardless of what we may have to face. I heard from an evangelist who realized that he may even be facing death. He said, who is afraid of heaven? To leave this world doing the Father's will is to leave it with honor to enter eternal life with Jesus. When we see Jesus, we see the Father also. Jesus raised people from the dead and then he himself rose from the dead on the third day in total and complete victory over every evil force. When we believe Jesus, we are placing our trust in our living God who is also able to save us from every evil force and give us eternal life. Who better can we believe or trust? No one. Earlier in John 5.19, we read of Jesus seeing what the Father is doing and obeying him. But now here in John 8.38, we read that Jesus speaks about seeing with his Father. This is an even closer relationship. What is this actually saying? Can spending time in prayer actually enable us to see with the Father? Is seeing with the Father seeing with our physical eyes or with the eyes of our understanding? Or in the areas of visions and prophecy? The relationship the Father has with each one of us is unique. And he will speak to us through different ways according to our characters. My daughter Rebecca is a prophetic artist. She will ask the Lord how to paint each picture the Lord will show her. He even showed her visions of heaven when she was 16 years old. And she described these in great detail exactly as they are told in the book of Revelation. And Rebecca had not read that part of the Bible yet. And she realized the only reason for her being a good artist is that the Lord has given her the gift and ability. And this drew her closer to him. The Lord is the source of all life. We are sparks of life created in the image of God. When we draw near to God, he gives us life in more abundance. He gives us more understanding, more revelation, more of his life, strength and supernatural power. We grow in our relationship with the Father and we also grow in our faith and this powerfully affects our life and ministry. Seeing with our Father is a glorious privilege as he shows us what he's doing on earth and the role he wants each of us to have. People who move in prophetic gifting will be able to see and understand what they see in the realm and the Father will also show them things before they happen. This will help them equip and prepare the church to what is to come. Old Testament prophets spent most of their lives in prayer in order to hear and see what the Lord was doing with accuracy so that they could guide kings and lead the people back to God. Moving in this realm 
in our day requires a similar amount of prayer if we are to be true prophets and workers of God. Seeing with God leads us on to power with God. In Habakkuk 3.4 we read, And the brightness was as the lights, and he had horns coming out of his hands, and there was a hiding of his power. This speaks of the brightness of God and the hiding of the power in his hands. In Matthew 28, 18-20 we read, And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Ghost teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I command you, and learn with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Here we read that all power is given to Jesus, and we, when we do what he commands us, he is with us always. In Ephesians 3, 7, Paul says, Therefore has made a minister according to the gift of grace God gave unto me by the effectual working of his power. And in Philippians 3, 9, 10, Paul joyfully says to be found in him, not having my own righteousness which was of the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith, that we may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made comfortable unto his death. It is through living in him and walking in him that you will come to that place that you will see with God and receive power with him and as you, as you yield to him in such a way he is able to do his work with you and through you enabling power to be released with him as he is doing his work on earth with you that is through the Holy Spirit and action with him experiencing power with God simply means he is doing it with you this is a dimension of living not often seen today and few are living in it. And if you have not yet received Jesus as Lord and Saviour and would like to receive him as your Lord and Saviour now and get to know him in this dimension, it is possible. Just say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I come to you as I am. Thank you for dying for me on the cross. Please forgive me for every sin I've ever done. I choose now to follow you in truth and righteousness. Thank you for forgiving me. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Saviour. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. As some of you are sick and want to receive your healing. Lay your hand on your sickness or your pain now. Just say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, please place your spiritual hand over my hand that I might be healed 
in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Now, as a new Christian, there's certain things you need to do. One, get to know God in prayer. Two, buy a Bible and read it daily. You will receive all the knowledge and wisdom you need to get through life successfully. Find yourself a Bible-believing church and arrange with your new pastor to get baptized in water to confirm your decision today. And tell others what you have done. God loves you so, so much. God bless you greatly. And I'll now head back to our host.